for listening to our podcast, recorded live at Gateway Church Ashford. You can find out more about us on our website, gatewaychurchashford.co.uk. don't want to miss the spirit, the sense of the spirit. Holy Spirit is here touching each one of us. Nothing more sweeter to experience him on a day-to-day basis. Nothing more to experience him tangibly. And today's message is also for every one of you who is present here and is longing to hear God's voice, throbbing to hear, yearning to hear God's voice. And not only to hear God's voice, but also to see that God's life actually becomes your life, actually becomes my life. And even as we were going through the series of encountering the Holy Spirit, encountering Jesus, and encountering the Father, more and more I'm excited of the fact that our Father is here. He is with us. He is involved in our lives, and He is interested in our life. He is not there just to observe us from far, but he is there tangibly inviting us to hold our hands, like those kids said. He is real. He's a real daddy for us. And that realization excites me. But let me put forward this question before you. Nine questions, buckets of three. Ever ask for something from God that you didn't receive? Yes. Ever pray for guidance, especially in a difficult relationship that never came? Ever really need to hear God's voice and then try to believe you did, even though you weren't sure? My answer is yes to all these three questions. What's yours? Think about it. The next bucket. Do you sometimes feel that God is turning a deaf ear to most desperate prayer requests? Have you ever prayed for comfort yet ended up feeling more empty and alone after you prayed? Has paying... Praying for strength to overcome temptation ever left you feeling just as weak and the temptation just stronger, even more stronger? How do you answer these questions? My answer still is yes. The next three questions are even more deeper. Do you know God well enough to enjoy his company? The same way you enjoy the company of your friend or a family member. Do you want to know God better and enjoy him more than you know and enjoy anyone else? Do you connect with God in such a way that enables you to hear his voice, the tangible voice, to know that he is right there with you? I really struggle to say yes here. And my answer is no, I'm still learning. Let me just tell you, we get caught up on a day-to-day basis, we caught up with the work tensions, we caught up with life, we, we caught up with all the struggles outside, clouds are there everywhere. But amidst all of these things, when, when, when life seems impossible, amidst the scheme of all big things, sometimes we feel so in, insignificant, no energy is left. And that's when uh, the question comes, do you have a relationship with God? Are you able to enjoy your father? When the preacher says, enjoy him, get to know him better, hear his voice, yeah, right. 
I don't know. An eminent Christian, an unnamed Christian, he once confided, when I go to prayer, I find my heart so loath to go to God. And when I'm with him, I still loathe to be with him. If like so many of us who are constantly busy, busy with life, the one line of prayer is what we use. God, keep me from blowing up on my kid. God, let the dentist fill, uh, fill all the holes or let him not find any holes to fill. Or we would say that in, in my case, I would say, Lord, get a deal for me and my business to move forward. Or make my wife's plane land safely. We have those one-liners on a day-to-day basis. Sometimes, even without realizing the fact that we are built for longing for God. We are built to yearn for the living Father. But we resort to those one-liners. God, give me the life I want has been a theme of our prayers most of the time. However, it's quite appropriate to say that amidst all of this confusion, muffled with cry and all the hues around us, God, let me know you better. There is that hidden prayer. That's a different prayer. Sometimes when we take a step back with an introspection sort of mind, we, we see that there is hunger in us. There is thirst in us. There is some sort of things which we at times can't define. If today we can sense those earnings, this message is for you and me. For years I have prayed. And somehow, the way we were brought up, the real purpose of prayer was, yes, I need to pray a good prayer, and it would bring blessings to my life, and there is nothing wrong with it. But more and more, I'm discovering the fact that hearing and experiencing Father, Son, the Holy Spirit in a tangible way is not about what I want today. It's what I want in Him. The more about Him. Scores of Christians of centuries have had this experience. And they have found the secret of prayer and devotion. The reality is, we all want an Abba. We all want that Papa in our life. We want to relate with that Abba in such a way that he is our father. Whatever background we have come from, we dream of that perfect father, the perfect Abba. The strong man who can stand with you, hold your hand, the lion of a man who can invite you but still give you that embrace and give that hug. But we have that father. We have that heavenly father who is willing. And throughout the worship, the prayers and and, uh, the brother who came in and shared, he is willing. He's just yearning. He's saying, come to me. How on the one side, many Christians... Sometimes it's not right. We, we, we even hear those footsteps coming up, but we, we, we at times hear, but we don't even realize it. Sometimes we, we reject it. We cringe. Sometimes it's so difficult to accept God as Papa or Abba or Daddy because it's, we have gone through that pain in our earthly life. We don't realize God to be a father who's sitting beside you, hugging you, embracing you, sitting on the floor to be with you, holding you when you are in in a dire situation. It's unthinkable sometimes. 
On the other side, there are few of us who have good fathers that have tainted view of God, the Father, where we would ask God for the need. We'd, we would use God as a vending machine. At times, because the vending machine doesn't work, because God is not answering that particular prayer, you think he's a frowning father. Oh God, where are you? I've often asked. When things don't come on the, the wave that I have imagined that it'd go through, something good is happening. We are in a journey of experiencing the Heavenly Father. Knowing my real Abba, my real Papa, is meaning more to me. Even in the midst of emptiness, even in the midst of the thirst and the hunger and, and the weaknesses, irritabilities, discouragement, he is still the Abba Father. He is there with me and that excites me. I still have dark days with clouds. I still have those difficult moments on a day-to-day basis, but he is still my Abba Father and that realization excites me. Human beings at the very core of our heart, there is a desperate need. We are built that way. We have that fundamental belief that we are known to be fully known, that we are fully loved by him, completely loved by him. And that effect of being fully known and fully loved by him creates that vacuum which is going to be filled by the Holy Spirit where the desperate needs uh, uh, and the communion and the relationship builds on. And that's the most fundamental drive that we, we, as a human being, we have. And we know that the longing, because we are made in the image of God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, in a completely, uh, you know, how how do I put it, a communion, which is shared communion, completely in unison. The essence of relationship is communication. It is come together in union. A communication, which is complete union, a shared union, Association, and therefore, genuine relationship is uh, can only happen if everything about me is known to the other person, and everything about that person is known to me as I am. The question that I want to ask is: What prevents that from happening? What keeps that from happening? The most important question that we are answering here is honesty. I want to, I want you to see this video. Who did this mess? Who did this? Cody, did you make this mess? Murphy, did you make this mess? Maggie, did you make this mess? Somebody made it. Who made it? Who made this mess? Honesty, that's the most important aspect. I have heard of this story about this minister. Many of you might have heard this before. Uh, he was walking down the street and he saw a bunch of young, young boys and they have surrounded a, a little dog. And he asked them what, what they were doing and he said, we're having a contest and whoever could tell, that, uh, uh, tell the you know, biggest lie can keep the dog. 
the minister was a bit annoyed. He thought there's an opportunity to uh, make a sermon. So he gave a 10-minute sermon on lying, beginning with, don't you know that lying is sin? And ended with, when I was at your age, I never told a lie. There was a complete silence. And one of the youngest got up and he said, all right, give him the dog. (laughs) Honesty is very important, brothers and sisters. Here is what I'm realizing. Coming to God in a relational way with absolute honesty creates a space where the Spirit can fill in. I may not know what is happening at times. Like the nature, the Spirit is always looking to fill vacuum. If we fill that vacuum on our own, with all that is surrounded, with all that we can think and are excited around us, temporal things, then there is no space for the Holy Spirit to fill that vacuum. That's why some of the narcissists never met God. They're too busy trying to fill themselves. We need to be very honest about ourselves. And we need to relate with our Papa in a, in, a, in a tangible way. In a way where our attitude is getting different day by day. I know about my Abba a little more. I know about him a little more. And I am building that relationship. It's all about relating with God. It's the Papa prayer. As Dr. Larry Crabb puts it. I want to give you those uh, four uh, acronyms. It is P. Papa for P. Present yourself without pretense. Any kind of pretense. Be a real person in your relationship. Tell him whatever is going on in the inside. You don't need need to hide. There is nothing to hide with your father if you have that relationship. The second is A. Attend to how you are thinking of God. It is important for you and me to understand who God is. If you resonate God with your father, then that experience is very different from asking somebody like a vending machine, Lord, I want this, I want, I, I want a bicycle, I want a, 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 a video game or whatever. Or he is a glorious God, he's so intimate with you that just being with him, your need is already met. He knows even before what you need. He is the one who, who takes care of you. Like the word says, if the sparrow was bought free, even that sparrow is not forgotten how much more valued we are. Alas, we know that he is our father. Purge yourself of anything blocking your relationship with God. The second P. Take time to purge all those blockages, the clouds, the interferences, which is stopping you and me to approach God, which is stopping you and me to have that relationship with God. And A, approach God as the first thing in your life, as your most valuable treasure person that you want to admit and to have relationship with. We grew up by, a pet, by petitionary prayers. We enjoy that. Let me tell you, the power of petition to God depends on the depth of relationship to God. As you are in relationship with God, as you are communicating with God, the petitionary prayer becomes powerful, even more powerful, because you know exactly what is in in the heart of God. You know exactly where God is directing you. You know exactly what God wants you to take forward. 
Ephesians chapter 2 verse 18 says, For through him we both have our access in one spirit to the Father. We have, through Jesus Christ, because of his grace, access through the Spirit to the Father. We have no veil. We have completely free access to him. Praying Papa prayer is not a magic lantern making the docile genie three requests, you know. He is a real father. He wants our spiritual eyes and ears to be opened. A little less wax on our ears. He is relentlessly real, my brothers and sisters. The Papa prayer puts relating with God ahead of asking things from God. It stirs me to value knowing him more than getting something from him. With delight, I realize that God is running our relationship. He gives the first word and the last word of every conversation. Even if there were no advantages, the very act that he is with us, the very fact that his presence is with us, makes the prayer not a dulling moment. I want to give you a quick difference between what does it mean by uh, getting God before and uh, getting things from God. But I want to give you a picture of what does it mean by a false prayer, a me-centric prayer life. In a me-centric prayer life, you would, you would usually start with a petition, which means, give me, give me, give me. Bless me, dear Lord. Give me the good life and the fulfillment of joy. Then we may move into intercession, which says, change things for my sake, Lord. Work in others and my circumstance and my well-being in you as you view it. Then we go into thanksgiving, which says, thank you for my blessing. You're useful. I like it. Keep it up. Then we get into worship. Here is my tip for good service, Lord. I will sing and praise you and what you have given me. Hey, worship is easy. All I have to do is work up fervent emotion. Sacrifice isn't required. And then towards the last, we get into some sort of relating. It says, tell me what to do to keep the good times rolling. I will do my part as long as you do yours. What a false way of looking at prayer. I have heard the story again, uh, uh, the story of two little boys who had uh, went off for a sleepover to their grandparents. And before they went to bed, they started to pray. They got onto their knees, and the youngest one, uh, you know, kind of started praying at the top of his lungs. God, I pray that I, you give me a new bicycle. I pray that you give me a new PlayStation. Let me get a new Lego set that I wanted. His brother says, Why are you shouting? God is not deaf. He says, I know, God is not deaf, but grandmother is. (laughs) Sometimes that's how we pray. But the true prayer is relational prayer. It starts with drawing near to God, to listening to Him, remaining in God. Let God's Word remain in you. That's what the Word says. Let My word remain in you and I remain in you. And that leads us to a worship. Bend low as a living sacrifice. Surrender every second thing to gain union with God. Everything. First God and every others that is bowed down before him. Thanksgiving. In every circumstance, give thanks. Thank God for the unique opportunity every blessing or trial presents in our life. God's heart and reveal him to others. So let us delight 
in that thanksgiving. Then we move to intercession. May your kingdom come through others. We're not selfish. We want God to work in the community, in people around us. And then we go with the mind of Christ, with a, with a petition. Lord, I want to grow in the desire that you have put in me as you have that. Merely using this pop-up prayer as a methodology will also not work unless we get rid of the notion that the center of prayer is not asking for things. The center of prayer is not asking for things. The center of prayer is experiencing that embrace and relationship with God and waiting on Him. Waiting on Him. Not waiting on a vending machine for the one-liner prayers to be answered, but waiting on Him. The true center of prayer, it's real. Where, where every expression that births out of you, He knows, and every expression that births out of Him, you, you know. We need to move away from the gimme, gimme prayer to a relational prayer. The chief purpose of prayer is to draw closer to Him, to enter into a relationship that is deeper and deeper and deeper. And that's what Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 to 13, where Jesus talks about the Lord's Prayer. He says, Our Father, which art in heaven. He started with glorifying God. He started with worshipping the Heavenly Father. He started with associating Him as His Father. Even as we go back from here today, let us rethink how we approach our Father. Do we approach Him with few one-liners or do we approach Him, Father, I am here. I want to spend time with you, Lord. I want to enjoy the relationship with you. Come on, talk to me, Lord. Have your way in my life. Share something beautiful that I can harbor for my life. And then it goes on. And then towards the end, we says, give us this day our daily bread and deliver us from uh, evil and temptation. So that's, that's where the petitionary prayer comes up. The prayer is not a formula to manipulate God. Rather, it brings about a new paradigm of praying to God the relational way. First, as, as I said, P. First, present. I want to present myself to God. I want to begin as Jesus taught us to begin with the realization that I'm talking to God who invites you and me to call Him Father. Father, if it weren't for the grace, you would not have sent Jesus. And if it weren't for Jesus who died on the cross of Calvary, we would not have met the Father through the Holy Spirit. Attend how you're thinking of God. Make it real. Do I see, see the sovereign God that I don't have any rights, Lord? It's just your mercy and your grace that I exist. Or do I see God as a cosmic vending machine? The only rule is be honest. Don't pretend. Purge yourself. Approach God as a first thing. I want to just give you two paradigms and then I'll stop there and we'll start worshipping him again. The two paradigms that is existing across uh, the Christian world is one is, which I call is get things from God paradigm and get to know God better paradigm. And there are a few assumptions which I have put forward. 
I don't know you, whether you can see it. In get things from God paradigm, the assumption is prayer is an opportunity to get God to hear our request. He is our audience. Whereas get to know God better paradigm is prayer is more about us hearing God than about him hearing us. We are his audience. That changes the whole perspective that God is interested in us. It is not that we are running after God, but God is stretching forth his hands towards us. We are his audience. And he is interested today. My brothers and sisters, he's interested in us. He's interested so, you know, his yearning towards us so deep that he wants to engage with us on a day-to-day basis, on a minute-by-minute basis. The second assumption for get things from God is excitement in prayer depends on receiving what we ask or at least on the hope that we will. Real prayer is never dull. We aren't praying unless prayer is the most vital thing we do, whether we receive what we ask for or whether we not. So these assumptions are a way to differentiate us, put us into an introspective mode where we no more enter into that mode where, Lord, I'm just here to ask you for things which I need. Maybe all those asking aspects are good enough. They are, they are for blessings and you know, well-being of my life. But if we change our mode to state that, Lord, I, I just want you. I am here to, to just be with you. You're my father. All that vacuum that is created in me, Lord, only you can fill it. If that is our prayer today, brothers and sisters, petitionary prayer towards the end would be the most powerful prayer. Then you would know exactly what God is stating in and through our lives. We would see victory. Victory is already won, and we would see victory in reality. Firstly, our opportunity to build a passionate relationship with God should be our priority. Let us get, him, get to know him well. Secondary, relating to God is the point of prayer. We need to relate him as our Abba Father. And petition to God should be taken as a privilege of prayer. The order matters. As we stand up today, as the worship folks would come up, let us, let us enjoy our Heavenly Father. Let us embrace Him. Let us draw closer to Him. There's nothing matters more than Him. Our wealth, our position, our health, they're all temporal. But He is eternal. And He is a Father who is inviting each one of us to have that embrace. He is willing to hug us. He is willing to engage with us in such a fashion like never before. It's an opportunity for us to glorify Him and to worship Him. May His name be glorified.